Good morning, it's Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Um, I had skipped an issue that I had done on YouTube, uh, so I'm going to go through that real quick. It was about the immigration ban over in Switzerland and why it's up there. It's because of all the high crime and all the overcrowding and all the people that just... Uh, aren't getting along with the immigrants and the immigrants that aren't getting along with the Swiss. And it's always a mind boggler because you got places like that where complications arise, the growing pains, and yet you got places like here in Texas where they're just simply banned and bust and shipped away um, when an orderly process should be taking place. When the orderly process such as it's done in West Texas, in El Paso, where criminals are always uh, found and, and arrested accordingly, while asylum seekers are being recovered and rescued, you know. Over in West Texas, it just, you know, it just makes sense that that's how it should run, you know, while at the same time, you know, all of this stuff is going on all around the world, including here in the rest of Texas. You know, it just boggles my mind you know, when you got when you got examples just like El Paso, where you know the medical field are, are rescuing, recovering, and dealing with um, people that get that have to get quarantined because they're they're COVID infected, or people that need. Uh, some kind of treatment for diseases that that might have been trans uh you know that might have been birthed and created while transferring from their country to our border you know to sexually transmitted diseases that you know men women and even children shouldn't be experiencing because of the fact that they just wanted to get to our border cross our border you know but having to go through so many problems you know you know, these people shouldn't be going through any of that kind of crap. But they come here, and they come here infected, deceased, and uh, and in need of immunity, and, and in need of uh, quarantine, and in need of emergency help. Now, in West Texas, they're actually getting that. Along the borders, eh, not so much. But it's because along the rest of the border of Texas, it's all under Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star program which is all about arresting people, even if you're not immigrants, but being charged felony trespass, um, you know, which technically a trespassing is a misdemeanor, but you know, in Greg Abbott's eyes, that's beside the point. The point is, is that he gets to arrest people, again, even if they're not migrants, in the name of Operation Lone Star, and persuade all of you that you are now safer you are now safe because of it that's the bs that i'm talking about with immigration and why we can't just go through an orderly process the way we should because it's also great for great paying jobs you know concerning border security concerning law enforcement to that concerning emergency rescue concerning doctors uh, uh doctors experience in medical field concerning the immigrants that come across here it, it provides uh, uh jobs for housing people it provides jobs for the uh the 
the uh, agencies, the government agencies that are in charge of, of uh, making them legal, including education, you know? All of those things play into a factor. All of those things are jobs that people could actually get and earn a decent living just by being there for our borders, our security, for the people that are trying to cross it, for the people that are crossing it illegal, for the people that are crossing it in seek of help and and uh, salvation. You know, all of those things are jobs. All of those things require jobs to handle uh, the subject. You know, so it boggles my mind to see how the majority of Texas, along with Switzerland and all them, just throw their hands up in the air and say, well, let's ban these immigrants uh, from making their way down here into uh, into our ter into our territory. When again, taking advantage of it could produce a lot of productivity and progress on such a larger scale. But here in here in um, Texas, West Texas, where this great progressive productivity is being done, you know that's Beto's territory. You know he's the mayor of uh, of, uh, of uh, El Paso. And uh, the rest of Texas is being run by Greg Abbott. Now, September 30th, they're going to have a debate, you know, because he's they're They're both trying to they're both running for governor of Texas. One of them who is Governor Greg Abbott. He's trying to keep what Beto is trying to take away, you know, and that's the governorship. Um, now, there's some key points that are going to be uh, brought up during the debate and it's already technically started but mostly on Greg Abbott's campaign Greg Abbott who's been spending uh who's already spent 1.4 million dollars on his campaigns he's doing nothing but demonize Beto O'Rourke okay and what is he bet, uh, demonizing them on okay well let's start with the first thing that he started with the police you know, he's uh, Beto wants to defund the police, which we all know is the removal of riot gear and and sniper rifles and and armor plated RVs and all this stuff that nobody in Texas is using to keep the place control and organized. to keep the state of Texas organized. Nobody's using any of that. So why is our taxpaying dollars going to all that crap? It's now stuff that we all were were at first to uh, believe, led to believe that was for our safety. And it turns out it's nothing but a bunch of unused junk. Beto is for defunding the police, which is what defund the police is all about. Now, Abbott is using it to demonize Beto. But the key words that he's bringing with defund the police is also dismantle the police. Which, that's not what de defunding the police does. I've, I've stated this before. Uh, all the experts and all the other people are telling you that's not what it's about. Defunding the police is an entirely different uh, subject uh, concerning the dismantle the police. 
that's an entirely different subject and technically that's not what great uh beto o'rourke is trying to do no matter how much greg abbott and all of his followers who are now posting out it's not just greg abbott that's saying this it's all the people that are that are uh sponsoring for greg abbott that's what they're saying as well which means there's tons and tons of believers that follow what greg abbott is saying like blind fools without actually taking a step back and looking at what the what the big what the big picture is abortion now beto is using a bunch of bleeding hearts and stuff using testimonies of women that need the abortion for the most part it's them voluntarily saying i was in a medical situation i needed the abortion in order to survive i needed the abortion to keep my baby from being born in sheer pain and agony you know so he technically beto work isn't exactly using that information the bleeding heart stuff getting at stuff that may that, that pulls a tug on our hearts you know but it is being said and those victims and those people that had to go through this um are voting for beto greg abbott the governor current governor is demonizing everything abortion and demonizing Beto O'Rourke and combining him with the uh, liberals and socialists and liberal socialists and socialist liberals and all this other garbage and anything that gets him to 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 make it seem like whoever is pro-abortion is just this disgusting demons of hell and all this other crap Here we go with uh, gun control. Now, obviously, Beto wants combative weapons removed. He, he wants regulation, which is what I want, which is the reason why I'm voting for Beto. I really don't care about the removal of combative weapons as much as I want to see the, uh, the pain in the butt regulations it takes to get there. As I stated before in previous posts, you know, after 9-11 hit, one of the investigations uh, led us to see that people that wanted to use planes for bombs went to uh, flight school to learn how to operate a plane, but didn't want to know how to land it. They just only wanted to know uh, to fly. They said that's what they said. They just wanted the experience of knowing how to, they just wanted the experience of knowing how to fly a plane and that they really weren't going to be pilots and all this other crap. And so the schools and the teachers that are teaching these people uh, were thinking, well, they're paid customers, so I might as well just teach them whatever they want to know, even if they're not going to complete it. Now, since that time, since the 9-11 attack happened, when that's what how the, the, the hijackers got a hold of the plane, you know, and, and wound up taking over and then using it to crash into buildings... You know, since that time, anybody that says, I just want to learn how to fly it and that's it. I just want to learn how to take off with it and that's it. You know, that's a that's a warning sign. That's a warning sign to for every teacher to start calling the federal agencies and saying we've got a possible terrorist here who wants to hijack a plane. Now, using that very same analogy to gun control... You know, it only stands to reason that even though if somebody really wants to use a gun to kill, he's probably going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to be without all the warning signs being let out there for everybody to know. 
it's not going to be without um, the people uh, talking about wanting to kill. As far as building a manifesto these days, here in 2022, you got guys doing internet manifestos and they're still capable of carrying out uh, what they want to do. And that's just wrong. We can't have that. Gun control is very important. So to see somebody like Beto come up and say, yeah, I want to remove the combative weapons and I want more restrictions. Well, I heard the more restrictions part. I don't give a rat's, personally, I don't give a rat's behind if, if a combative weapon is still sold. However, I do see where Beto is coming from, given the fact that combative weapons lately are the ones that are being used to uh, to commit mass killings. It's no longer just a, 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 a guy and his stepson in the trunk of a car sniper rifling people. It's no longer some guy putting himself on the building and, and you know, using a sniper rifle. They're using machine guns. You know? So, to see that, it's fine. To see uh, Greg Abbott not only uh, remove restrictions, but complete deregulating uh, the laws that, that, that we're supposed to use to maintain gun control. I mean, it's just a clear, obvious sign, you know, Beto might also want to have combative weapons removed. I say, you know, let us deal with it once that time comes. But most importantly, put Beto O'Rourke in charge of our state, in charge of our state governor. We'll cross that combative weapons line when we get to it. But as far as I can tell, more regulation and more restrictions is very important. It's vital. It is vital. So you got somebody like Greg Abbott currently that's just demonizing and at the same time removing all restrictions and regulations. And then you got Beto who wants actual gun control. Abortion, I already got it. Police, got it. Immigration. Okay, now I talked about that. Uh, immigration is being done, you know, while Greg Abbott is doing a busing scheme. He's just busing people left and right to all these so-called sanctuary cities. And he's not cooperating uh, with these sanctuary cities. So he's causing more problems, you know. And in turn, you know, telling everybody out here, you're now safer. And everybody needs to do their job and all this other crap. That's not what's going on. Later on, as we find out, it turns out Abbott is, is busing everybody like the way he was supposed to from the beginning. But he's not letting anybody know when they're being bussed over to the sanctuary cities. He's not letting anybody know how many buses. And at the same time, he's playing it off as if he's teaching the president of the United States a lesson. He's following procedure, but he's making it look like he's teaching somebody a lesson and that he's just this uh, too smart for you kind of guys uh, and, and uh, all this other crap. And that, again, he's making you believe that you are safer now. Which is just all total BS. Um, finally, jobs. Beto O'Rourke, you know, he's got 
He's got back in May 70 children that were that were kidnapped and trafficked, recovered and rescued, and sent to rehabilitation, according to what the news is saying. Rehabilitation part caught my attention because they could be drug addicts forced into drug uh, addiction and all this other stuff. That's one way pimps usually get them uh, get their horse to uh, to stay whores, you know. But there's also mental rehabilitation that's needed. There's psychiatric care and stuff. Beto O'Rourke is doing this for children. Not just other migrants, but children as well that were trafficked. You know, that is a part of the medical field that I didn't cover. But now I am. You know, that's also a part of medical jobs that could be done and ascertained but for the entire state of Texas, something that is just plain not being done under our current governor, Greg Abbott, who's, uh, who's boasting about job creation, but is doing it all through deregulation. So you got guys hiring people, treating them like crap, and those, uh, those employees are walking and quitting and all this other crap, you know, and then those same employees are going, no, nobody wants to work. But when they are working, you know, the job is recorded as a hire, and ergo, the current governor is saying, look, look at all these jobs that I'm creating. Well, he's, yeah, he's not really creating, though. He's not really creating jobs, and he's not really uh, having, letting people maintain them. Um, the one that is, however, is Beto O'Rourke over in El Paso, you know, uh, where he's got you know, ordinary jobs for citizens, ordinary jobs for uh, asylum seekers. He's got jobs for the cops that patrol those areas that, you know, they keep everybody in check. He's got jobs for the medical field where people are uh, are being taken care of through healthcare and all this stuff, as well as through rescues and, and uh, recovery operations, such as the 29 migrants in that house, such as the 70 children recovered that were being trafficked, such as uh, the the law enforcement that busted $1.68 million of meth up some woman's butt, you know, such as uh, the 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 uh, the 12 million or whatever million that was uh, that was of uh, fentanyl, methamphetamines, heroin, and uh, uh, pot and cocaine that was scattered throughout a car through an entirely different person that was trying to cross the border with all that crap, you know? These are all, all of those things, those rescues, those drug busts, the uh, the organizing and the housing, and all, all of that is jobs. All of that is stuff that, that we Americans could actually look forward to throughout the entire state of Texas. You know, once somebody like Beto takes charge, because none of that, is what's being done. Are there communities and houses being done? Yes, as sure as there are migrants from uh, Michigan, Ohio, California, Florida, New York. There's a lot of migrants that are coming around from other states as well as other countries. I'm a rideshare driver still, and I'm still picking up people from Africa. I'm still picking up people from the UK. I'm still picking up Australians. I'm still picking up people from South America. I'm picking them up and I'm taking them to their jobs. I'm taking them to their flights. I'm taking them to the train. I'm taking them everywhere, okay, to the hospitals. Okay, 
So we got people from all over the world as well as people from various parts of the U.S. here in Texas. And, and I'm doing it mostly here in just San Antonio, but I'm taking, I'm taking, you know, people to other, other cities in Texas and I'm doing jobs over there and I'm finding, uh, people from entirely different countries as well, uh, and relation to, and all this other crap. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we got a lot of people coming in and buying houses and all this good stuff. We do, but just think about how plentiful more we can have these jobs uh, uh, of building houses and, and, and setting up more hospitals and setting up more police stations and fire stations while we're at it, you know, uh, think of all the, all the, uh, uh, the, the, the new restaurants that need workers, especially coming from another country here at San Antonio. Unfortunately, we've got one, only one, uh, restaurant from Belgium. It's Belgian food. So somebody like me who's not allergic to any food ingredient and absolutely loves food, you know, somebody like me really wouldn't have a problem with another rival, you know, or, or competitive based restaurant from Belgium, you know, maybe their fish and chips is, is better tasting, you know, who knows? Um, unfortunately, we in San Antonio don't know because there's only one Belgium restaurant here, you know, there's one German sandwich shop, you know, great food from, uh, from, uh, Germany, you know, um, but there's only one, we've got like three or four Puerto Rican restaurants, two cafes, I think, and, and then three, two or three food trucks of Puerto Rican food, you know, uh, we can do better than that, you know, and, and the restaurants that run that stuff, you know, they need workers. They need the dishwashers. They need the, the, the waiters and wait staff. They need the bussers and all that good stuff, you know, and again, at our border, we've, we've got more than just, uh, Mexicans coming across the border. We got it coming from as far down as South America, as well as some Russian defectors and Ukrainian refugees. Uh, due to this latest war that's going on, we've got them coming from Africa, you know, where they're coming to make a new life in America. Uh, we've got Asians, we've got Chinese defectors who just can't stand the CCP killing them, as well as trying to cause a lot of problems with the rest of us, you know, around the world. You know, we've got, we've got Chinese defectors, you know, they want to come over here and they want to live a good life. I say, bring them over. But at the same time, we need a governor that can manage this crap. Uh, well, not crap, but you know what I mean. We can manage this stuff and create more jobs, welcoming them in. And then more jobs once they're established, you know, that's a lot of money to be made. That's a lot of progress, progressive progress and, and great economic, uh, uh, great economy to, to be made. As well as you know, the, the, the melting pot thing, the, the, the plus side to that. I'm sure we can have a few, um, growing pains, no differently than any other major city. But once that's done, once you're done getting angry, what's left? Celebrations, parties, you know, 
every single cultural festival like German Fest, Asian Fest, Greek Fest, uh, Jewish Fest, Native American powwows, okay? Every single one of those festivals is something that has proceeds going back to your city. And in San Antonio, before this pandemic hit, we had quite a few festivals all year round. And it wasn't just cultural festivals. We also had food cook-offs like chili cook-offs, barbecues, taco fest, margarita pour-offs, beer fest, Oktoberfest, Renaissance fairs. One of my favorites was this one called Big Red and Barbacoa Fest. Big Red, for those of you that don't know, is a soda pop that tastes kind of like bubble gum. And it's bubbly and it's delicious. Barbacoa, for those of you who don't know your cattle, is the meat that comes off of the head of the cow. Now, it's very high in cholesterol. However, you sprinkle a little salt on of it, squeeze a little lime, pour some pico de gallo on it, or whatever hot sauce that you like. Maybe put a slice of avocado in there, chow down on it, drink some Big Red. It is fantastically delicious. Big Red and barbacoa. Here in San Antonio, we have a Big Red and barbacoa festival. Okay? I don't know any other place that has that, but it's here. And the proceeds to that festival goes in some way, in some form, to our city. No differently than any other festival. Now that you see what I'm seeing, why in the world would I want to keep the same worthless douche of a governor who's not progressive enough to, or productive enough to any kind of progression to where we can actually enjoy a good life working, living, working through fair wages and, and worker rights, working through livable wages instead of selling out to major corporations. You know, and, and and everybody that's working, being of benefit, whether it be medically, um, emergency response, law enforcement, customer service, you know, industrial, all this good stuff, small business making, you know, when you deregulate. Even small businesses feel the pain. Because without that regulation, a major corporation can knock it down. We all know this. And sometimes it's just right out doubt. Excuse me. Sometimes it's just right out, down and out, monopolizing. Out in the open. But it's backed up by law, which is completely deregulated. Ergo, there's nothing stopping them. You got more and more crap that's being done through these dairy regulations and, and, and demonizing all things that are good and productive and progressive. 
Okay, and that's what my current governor is doing right now. He's just demonizing, demonizing, and then saying, I'm the greatest, you're welcome. Sorry, I don't know if that caught that, but I got a phone call. <laughs> um, I declined it, so um, here we go. The thing is, is um, we got an election coming up, and it's a pretty important one here in Texas. We got a couple of primary runs that are going off at, uh, at uh, other states right now. Uh, nobody's debated just yet. Um, everybody's just grabbing their, their favorite candidate right now. And pretty soon there's going to be a standoff. And I wish everybody the best of luck out there that wants what's best for them and what's best for um, their state and what's best for their country, for our country. And I hope that all of y'all can wish me and us over here in Texas the best of luck. Uh, because, we, you know, we definitely need all the help that we can get as well. So, that's it. I'm going to try to close this off here at half an hour. Um, one of the shortest runs that I've ever had. Y'all take care. Y'all take it easy. Y'all uh, uh, just open your eyes and, and do your research and check out what's going on. Try not to follow a bunch of damn hype. Follow the facts. And uh, we'll see you come election day. Y'all take care. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out.